You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. On November 9th, 1970, the carcass of an 8-ton, 45-foot-long sperm whale washed up on the beach near the small town of Florence, Oregon. For the next several days, the whale sat undisturbed on the shore while its rotting flesh sent a putrid cloud into the air. As local KATU news anchor Paul Lindman said at the time, the Oregon State Highway Department, quote, not only had a whale of a problem on its hands, it had a stinking whale of a problem. Obviously, they couldn't just leave the whale on the beach, but what could they do with it? This was the question that they had to grapple with. Meanwhile, officials worried that the longer the whale sat on the beach, the more dangerous the situation could become. What if, for example, someone tried to climb on top of the whale and fell into it? A number of solutions were offered, but each seemed more implausible than the last. They could bury the whale, some said, but that would be a monumental task. Besides, would it even be effective? Wouldn't the whale's decaying flesh simply become exposed again shortly afterward? Then there were those who suggested cutting the whale's carcass into pieces after relieving the methane pressure with incisions, but this came with its own set of problems, namely that nobody seemed eager to do it. But thankfully, Assistant District Highway Engineer George Thornton finally came up with a creative solution for what to do with the whale. Blow it up. And as ridiculous as that may sound, it was precisely the course of action that the authorities decided to take. But they couldn't just strap some dynamite to the whale, press a button, and call it a day. Thornton wanted to do it safely, and ideally with as little mess as possible. He contacted munitions experts from the U.S. Navy who helped him determine the amount of explosives required for this bold approach. Then Thornton had the explosives positioned on the side of the whale nearer to the dunes, hoping that the force of the blast would send the dead whale soaring in the opposite direction out into the ocean. Any remaining whale chunks on the beach, they figured, would simply be eaten by seagulls and other scavengers. With the plan in place, the explosion was set for November 12th. That afternoon, crowds, officials, and reporters gathered on the beach in anticipation of a one-of-a-kind spectacle. Thornton cleared a quarter-mile perimeter around the whale to keep onlookers at a safe distance from the explosion, but he had no idea just how far those whale chunks would truly fly. In all, 20 cases of dynamite were used to blow up the whale. Those in attendance watched in awe as the explosion went off and the whale erupted into a blubbery blast. Then the crowd's fascination immediately turned to horror as massive chunks of flesh started raining down upon them. In the words of newscaster Paul Lindman, the blast blasted blubber beyond all believable bounds. You're listening to History Uncovered, brought to you by the digital publisher All That's Interesting, where we explore the uncharted corners of the natural world and the world past. I'm All That's Interesting staff writer Austin Harvey. And I'm All That's Interesting staff writer Kalina Fraga. And today we're diving into the strange story of Florence, Oregon's infamous exploding whale. It had to be said, the Oregon State Highway Division not only had a whale of a problem on its hands, it had a stinking whale of a problem. 
what to do with one 45-foot, 8-ton whale dead on arrival on the beach near Florence. Yeah, so it's so funny when you brought this up last week. So you were originally thinking this was like a whale that was full of gas or something yeah, that blew up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It does happen <laughs> sometimes. They do blow up sometimes. It does happen. And yeah, we actually have um actually have a few examples I'll bring up later on of times where that did happen. You kind of forget that like living things are full of a bunch of methane right. gas. Yeah. Yeah. I was like I was to ramble here at the start. I was diving in the other day to um, looking into like cases of spontaneous human combustion. Oh, there's some we have that on the site. Yeah. In a lot of instances, people think it's because everything's so full of methane gas. That's why you can like not, you know, to de-age myself a little bit here. That's why you can light a fart on fire. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. It's the reason. Yeah. But that is not what happened in this case. Um, so to to just get into it here, a whale washed up on November 9th, 1970 on a beach in Florence, Oregon. Hmm. They estimated this whale to weigh roughly eight tons. It measured more than 45 feet long. Wow. And uh, basically they, uh, <laughs> as reporters at the time said, had a stinking whale of a problem <laughs> on their hands. Because, mm -hmm. you know, what do you do? It, this is a massive, massive thing. Yeah, eight tons. I can't even imagine how much that is. That's, that's a lot. It's like it's like four elephants. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I said that, that's how I measure tons in my head still. I know an elephant weighs roughly two tons. Oh. Hmm. I don't know why I <laughs> yeah. know that. It's like a fact that stuck with me since I was a kid. That's a good one, though. Yeah. So, I, yeah, it's like four elephants. I mean, 45 feet long. This is like uh, it's a massive thing. So obviously they were kind of stuck wondering, what do we do about yeah. this? Yeah, They said it had been a while since this had happened. They kind of forgotten how to deal with yeah. whales. I mean, yeah. Do you just get everybody in town to push it? That like that's I would, crazy. I would think that maybe like back in the day they would have used the whale like the blubber or something perhaps yeah make some blubber nuggets yeah or like candles I don't know yeah yeah well, what do you what do they use whale blubber for um, primary ingredient soap margarine and oil burning lamps margarine yeah that's interesting margarine being like I can't believe it's not butter I guess yeah like cooking margarine that's crazy I'm gonna have to go look at. Actually, I don't think I have any margarine in the house. <laughs> to check if there's whale blubber in it. I was yeah, I was gonna look see if whale blubber was an ingredient. Have you ever heard of ambergris? I think <laughs> is how it's pronounced. No, it's like whale like it's not exactly vomit, but it's like something the whale excretes usually when they're I think when they're dying. But anyway, it's Ew. when it washes up on shore, it's worth thousands and thousands of dollars because it's used in perfumes. Weird. Yeah. So I don't know. Very weird. This is all to say that there's there's a lot of purposes for a dead whale, possibly. Yeah, right, right. But it was already dead when it washed up, which is also part of the issue. Yeah. So it was like kind of starting to decompose. Oh, stinky. Which is, yeah, it smells bad. I mean, it's, it's massive. It smells. It's going to attract. Uh, scavengers. Scavengers. Thank you. <laughs> it's like carnivores. <laughs> Probably carnivores. Predators. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So. It eventually came down to like they they knew they had to get the whale out of off the beach. Yeah. Um, and one engineer with the Department of Transportation, his name is George Thornton, hmm. decided that they could blow the whale up. I wonder why the Department of Transportation was the one that got involved in this and not like, I guess, like the garbage department sanitation, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I wonder if like public beaches and parks fall under the hmm. Department of Transportation's jurisdiction. Maybe. 
That's curious. Because sanitation. Yeah, it's more garbage. I thought maybe the whale would be con- yeah. considered like waste and how to get rid of waste. Yeah. Also, the Department of uh, Transportation probably has more engineers readily available who can like think of other ways to do this. Right. And and have the tools. Like dynamite. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like dynamite. <laughs> Yeah, my favorite part is later on, he told an interviewer he wasn't actually sure how much dynamite they would need to blow this whale up. Hmm. And Thornton wasn't even he was like an assistant engineer, like a like lower level employee, middle management, I think not. He wasn't like upper brass, yeah. um, but his supervisor was gone, was out hunting. So it basically <laughs> fell onto him <laughs> to take care of this. He's like, I can't be bothered with this. I'm out hunting. I'm sure you can handle yeah. it, Thornton. <laughs> He's like what's going on it's like we got a whale on the beach imagine coming back though imagine coming back to that yeah like i was gone for like four days what happened (laughs) a lot yeah um and then at the same time they had uh this reporter who's like an important part of the story his name's paul lin paul linman Mm -hmm. who was basically tasked with covering this story by his editor uh or producer i guess because he was an anchor not a writer so his reporter asked him, or God, his producer asked him to come out and cover the story. And at first he was kind of offended by that because he was like, oh, I'm I'm such a I'm such a good reporter. I'm way too good of a journalist. This is like below my pay grade. Mm. And then they were like, no, Paul, they're about to they're going to blow it up with dynamite. <laughs> and he was like, oh, <laughs> he was like, oh okay, okay. Then. fantastic. Yeah, let's check it out. Uh, <laughs> so he went out and reported on this story. Someone, uh, George Thornton was talking with somebody, a former military or a military veteran um, who had explosives training and basically told him, yeah, you probably only need about 20 sticks of dynamite to blow this thing. The plan was to ignite an explosion that would effectively like launch the whale back into the ocean. Hmm. So they weren't looking to like blow the whale up as much as they were looking to just generate enough force to read, like to push it off the beach. Okay. Interesting. So to, yeah, so the amount of force required to do that would have only been like 20 sticks of dynamite. That would have generated a large enough explosion that it would have knocked the bale, knocked the whale back into the hmm. water. And that's all they needed to hmm. do. Would have been a sight to see watching the whale fly <laughs> yeah. back into the water. <laughs> I mean, in theory, it's a good idea. Uh-huh. Just kind of like, and then it plops back and you're like, cool, that's taken care of. And then the ocean will do what it does. Huh. Except George Thornton used not 20 sticks of dynamite. He used tw- 20 cases. Who? That's dynamite. a lot of dynamite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some might say too much dynamite. Some might say that. They lined it all up on the side of the whale that was, you know, like st- still doing what they were planning to do, like, trying to push it back into the water. So it was all lined up on the side of the whale where the ocean was not mm-hmm. on the land side of the whale. Right. Pushing it back towards to the like, yeah. waves. Yeah. Pushing it towards the ocean, trying to paint a clear picture. It wasn't totally surrounded by dynamite. They weren't like stuffing dynamite in the whale. But it was just a lot of dynamite. Yeah. They got trigger happy, uh, it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was the like the 4th of July in November. <laughs> it's three days after. Three days after it washed up. So this is November 12th, 1970. At around 3.45 p.m., they detonated the dynamite. <sighs> and this has maybe my favorite quote in all of journalistic history. <laughs> Paul Lindman, who was there on the scene as the whale was exploded, said the land lubber newsmen became land blubber newsmen for the blast blasted blubber beyond all believable bounds. <laughs> That's good. 
I wonder if he like came up with that like at this. Was it off the cuff? That's what I, I don't know. I mean, or if he was like, oh, what could I say? He said it at the scene, mm. like live reporting. Yeah. So either he thought ahead of time, oh, this will be really good and memorized <laughs> it. I like in my, in my head canon, it's like off the cuff because that's just amazing. Yeah, that's pretty. I like that. If uh, he had been born 20 years later, he could have been an amazing rapper. Blast, blasted, blubber, beyond all believable bounds. Yeah. That's a tongue twister. It is a tongue twister. Land blubber newsman, land blubber newsman. Yeah, that's good. I like it. Blast, blasted, yeah, blubber. It's pretty good. Blast, blasted, blubber. It's pretty good. Blast, blasted, blubber, beyond all believable <laughs> bounds. It's like, it's not quite as difficult as like, sea, she sells seashells by the seashore. Yeah. Is it Sally sells seashells sea by the seashore? Does she have a name? Sally I don't sells. Remember. I don't know. I, th- I always just thought it was she. She sells seashells. Because she then you. Sells seashell she bikes. sells seashells. Yeah. Like that one I have to think about still. I have to like. That was a little harder. But we have more of the consonants in yeah. Blast Blasted Blubber Beyond All Believable Bounds. Yeah. Blast Blasted Blubber Beyond All Believable Believable Bounds is more along the lines of like Peter Piper picked a peck of pickle. Peppers. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God I have this pop filter on my mic. Otherwise, that would just. Oh, oof, yeah. Um, yeah. So basically, this, this whale like blew up. It was a huge explosion. It blasted blubber beyond all believable bounds. Yeah, except that description's a little bit inaccurate because it didn't, the whale mostly remained intact. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you think 20 cases of dynamite, that's like, I'm expecting a whale smoothie at the end of this, just like liquefy it. Right. I mean, I've only seen like dynamite in action in like Tom and Jerry cartoons, you know. Right. And it right. does the trick. Yeah. So. And cartoons are known for being hyper realistic. <laughs> Especially about yeah, dynamite. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I tried to drop a piano on my friend's head once to see if it would like accordion him and he said, No, don't, you'll kill me. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> 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 But yeah, yeah. So no, the uh yeah, the whale did not just become liquid or any small chunks of viscera it was mostly intact still but it did get sky high pieces of it yeah large pieces of it Uh, huge pieces of it enough to crush a car Ah. which did happen uh this one witness this man named kelly umenhofer who was there his father had just purchased a car from a nearby dealership called old dunham old's dunham cadillac Uh, (laughs) yeah his car was just totally crushed when whale pieces landed on it. And the best part of that is the slogan for the Cadillac place Mm -hmm. was come on in and we'll give you a whale of a deal. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) So, uh, yep. Wow. I wonder. They definitely did. They definitely did. When I watched the footage, people were like sitting pretty close to the whale. And then. Yeah, they sectioned off an area, but it wasn't far off. No, they were, it was like raining like around them. They weren't far enough away. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to. So they got lucky that no uh, one got crushed. It was a quarter mile perimeter around the whale. Yeah. That seems not far enough. No. Especially if they wanted, if their idea was to blast it back into the ocean and like far enough that it would stay in the ocean. That seems like people should also be. I guess they didn't know it would go that direction, but. Yeah. They kind of expected it all. To fly out towards the ocean, not straight yeah. up. Right. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, nobody was hurt in this story. 
I mean, the guy's car was crushed, but the state of Oregon uh, footed the bill for it. They paid him back. I guess that's so. it was the Department of Transportation who was at fault. So I guess that makes sense. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like there was a sign. This is like no part, no parking here. Whale explosion <laughs> in progress or anything. <laughs> whale explosion possible at any time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So. I totally forgot about this. So they right. They expected to blow it into the ocean, obviously not in one piece, but they kind of expected that they're like the remaining pieces would then be picked up by seagulls or other scavengers. Mm-hmm. Um, none of them showed up because the explosion was so loud. <laughs> it scared them all away. <laughs> Too scary. That's that's one of the funniest parts. Like the seagulls were like circling overhead. And they're like, oh, a whale. And then it just goes. Like, oh, no. Like, fly, oh, fly, 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 fly away. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, I I mean, basically everything went wrong with this scenario, mm-hmm. um, other than the fact that nobody died, which is the one saving grace they had. Yeah. And then a few days later, the local paper, the Register Guard, interviewed George Thornton, and he said, it went just <laughs> exactly right. Oh, did it? Except the blast funneled a hole in the sand under the whale, which is apparently why... Some of it blasted back towards uh, the onlookers. So it didn't go exactly right then. Yeah, I wouldn't say it went exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> mm, if you have whale blubber falling on people and crushing a car, yeah. and the whale is mostly intact afterwards, then I think those are all reasons to say it went a little bit wrong. Right. I mean, if you have one goal and you do not achieve that goal, I can't you can't say something went. Right. Yeah. I mean, the whale blew up like a little <laughs> bit, though. So I guess he gets. Yeah. I mean, they no longer had the full carcass of a whale on the beach. They still had a pretty big chunk of carcass of whale on the beach. Yeah. It's semantics, <laughs> I think, is what it comes down to. It's like it's like, well, your goal was to blast it back into the ocean. Right. And he's like, no, 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 no. Our, our goal was to not have a full whale body on the beach. And they're like, well, all right, technically. Yeah. Spread around that blubber dying whale smell all over Florence, Oregon. <laughs> I mean, you have to imagine it smelled bad, especially like when it when that explosion went. I, it's probably smelled bad beforehand. But yeah. Like, I mean, think of like finding adding a the dead heat. fish that smells horrible. Yeah. And it's 45 feet long. It's been there for three right. days. Or like and then combine that with like the smell of like fireworks in the air. Yeah. Charred whale Which, carcass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not great. Ugh. Not great. Yeah. George Thornton really never talked about it much after the fact um other than that one interview naturally he was kind of embarrassed by it mm-hmm. but like 20 years later in the mid 1990s uh Lindman did contact him again and thornton said that overall he he, he stuck by it he said he believed it was a success that it was turned into a pr disaster by the press oh well so in his mind stick to your guns at least publicly yeah, yeah. he's like no it was fine it wasn't that big a deal you guys just <laughs> blew it out of proportion (laughs) yeah (laughs) wow the sand dunes there were covered with spectators and land blubber newsmen shortly to become land blubber newsmen where the blast blasted blubber beyond all believable bounds The Box of Oddities is a Webby Award-winning podcast that explores a world that's strange, bizarre, and sometimes hilarious. 
Married couple Kat and Jethro Gilligan-Toth bring their irreverent brand of humor and unique chemistry to unusual topics that range from medical oddities to abandoned funeral homes to unexplained paranormal phenomena. With nearly 30 million downloads since its launch in 2018, the Box of Oddities has become a rapidly growing community of people who share an interest in the stranger side of life. In each episode, Kat and Jethro bring an independently picked true topic to surprise each other with. Often bizarre, shocking, or just plain weird, these topics are certainly always interesting. As late-night host Jimmy Kimmel said, Should you be the type who has interest in weird stuff, this is a fun thing to allow in your head. Go listen to The Box of Oddities wherever you get your podcasts. Thankfully, the footage of it lived on. I mean, you said you were just watching. I was. The report on it. It's pretty amazing. It really is. And so amazing that people, when they saw it resurface later on, like early 2000s, um, when it first made its way onto the Internet, people actually thought it was a hoax. Hmm. No one thought it was real. Yeah, I can see why. Because everything about it seems so unnecessary and strange. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like a com- like a comedy sketch. Right. <laughs> well, especially the reporter, you know, busting rhymes on. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, that's why it's so amazing if that was off the cuff. Right. Because it really does. It really feels like a uh, like I, an I wish you would leave or whatever. What's that Netflix sketch comedy show? I think you should leave. I think you should leave. It feels like a sketch out of that. You had to at least come up with it pretty fast because the blubber, like it was a kind of a disaster beyond all believable yeah. bounds. So we had to. I wonder if he like. <laughs> it's like a like a quirk of his. He's like when something just so amazing happens, he's <laughs> <laughs> he loves to. Al- oh, my God. The blast blasted blah, blah, beyond all believable bounds. Maybe he only spoke in alliterations. <laughs> no, this is just the one time it got captured on yeah. camera. <laughs> that'd be amazing. Yeah. Oh, that'd be amazing. Yeah. The story, I mean, kind of disappeared. They did, um, as we talked about pre- prior to recording. The people of Florence, Oregon, did name a park in honor of the whale. Yeah. The Exploding Whale Memorial Park. <laughs> it's so funny and weird. I was just saying, like, I'm, I'm from Washington State, so I'm allowed to make fun of... Well, maybe I'm not. I don't know. People in Oregon are just funny to me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's pretty cute. The picture is cute. I think it's of the mayor standing next to the sign. Yeah. And he's, like, pointing at it. It's poor whale, but... Yeah. Well, they, they I mean, they voted on that in 2022. So that was a relatively recent thing. Um, then, uh, I mean, the story, like I said, it took place. This happened in 1970, the end of 1970 mm. in the 90s is when it sort of first became big again. This writer for the Miami Herald named Dave Barry got a hold of the footage mm-hmm. and then <laughs> reported on it 20 years later. Like, a whoa, look at this crazy thing that happened that nobody knows about. It made national headlines. Uh, but Dave Barry forgot to mention that the footage was 20 years old. Oh, huh. And Important. a lot of people were very angry about what happened and started calling the Oregon Department of Transportation to ask and complain about the event. What were they angry about exactly? I think just that it was dangerous, that it was like distasteful. Hmm. I, I mean, I, I really don't know, but people get angry over very That's true. strange things yeah. at times. Maybe they're mad about like the um, whale. Yeah, people, <laughs> I don't know. They thought the whale was alive or something. Right. Yeah. I mean, it could be yeah, any number of things, but they were calling in and complaining about hmm. it. Then the Department of Transportation, they'd be like, yeah, no, that happened 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <sighs> yeah. And uh, now you can watch 4K footage of it in 2020 on the 50th anniversary of the event the local station katu 
pulled the original 16 millimeter footage and remastered Amazing. it in 4K. Amazing. So, yeah, for anyone curious, if you want to see the whale explode, <laughs> it is out there in glorious high resolution the internet's an amazing thing it really is we were talking about time capsules <laughs> oh, yeah. last time and i'm like this this is sort of like a like a living time capsule almost oh yeah this footage sure captures a moment because i mean it was just like news archival footage it could have just it could have disappeared but it lives it lived on lived on i mean it's true even watching the reporter and his like he's like the 70s kind of hair and like a brown suit and everything you're like yeah this feels Surprised people in the nineties yeah. thought it was recent. It does look; it has like very seventy-ish vibes to me. Yeah, I wonder if they didn't even see the footage because mm. if Dave Barry wrote about it, I see saying that he, he had the footage, but I don't think he released oh, it. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so it, it made its way onto the internet in the early two thousands, but in the nineties, I think it was just people reading about what he saw in the footage. Hmm. Well, it's it, you should uh, you being people listening should. Uh, google it or youtube it or whatever and like it is yeah. something something to see yeah it's a spectacle it's a spectacle yeah <laughs> <laughs> for sure lesson learned they don't do that anymore they don't explode whales in oregon if they now they bury them which was funny well funnily enough they do sometimes still blow up whales do they maybe not in america not oh. in oregon from what I was reading online, I'm fairly certain that there are certain places where they will put the whale basically like on a barge uh -huh. and send it out into the ocean and then blow it up. But I don't know how common that is. Wow. It just feels like there's I guess that's once it's in a, on a barge in the ocean, it feels like it'd be easy just to dump its body back into the ocean. Right. The dynamite seems kind of extraneous. There. It does. Yeah. Unless they're afraid that it'll like catch a current and come back to shore again. Yeah. I don't know how far out they're taking it. Yeah. I don't know either. Hmm. Not my area of expertise here. Yeah. Whale yeah, disposal. not something I really had to think about much here in Pittsburgh. Mm -mm. We're not getting whales washing up any of the three rivers. So <laughs> I've seen whales from where I'm from, but never a dead whale. Thankfully. Hmm. That's fun. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't want to see a dead one. Ugh. No. Can't imagine this pleasant. No, it sounds like they stink and they're really hard to get rid of. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Evidently. Evidently. <laughs> Our camera stopped rolling immediately after the blast. The humor of the entire situation suddenly gave way to a run for survival as huge chunks of whale blubber fell everywhere. Pieces of meat passed high over our heads while others were falling at our feet. The dunes were rapidly evacuated as spectators escaped both the falling debris and the overwhelming smell. There were other whales have exploded. These were purposely yes. exploded yes. in history. It sounded like pretty recently. There's there's kind of a mix. Some of these were intentional. Some of these were not. But yeah, I do have a few more recent examples here of other explosions. Uh, one from January 24th, 2004 in Tainan City, Taiwan. This is sort of what you were thinking of. A whale exploded due to a buildup of gas inside its decomposing body. Hmm. Uh, it was a sperm whale that had washed ashore. The weird thing about that was that the explosion happened in its spine, hmm. not in its stomach, which is you'd kind of expect it yeah. to happen in the stomach where that's where the gas would be. But, you know, experts who had to then remove the carcass after the fact said that they think what happened was it like a boat hit the whale in the spine and broke it hmm. and that that was what killed it. And that was also why that is where the gas kind of exploded. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Can you imagine like in like ancient times being a person on a beach and seeing a whale explode like what the, what you would think <laughs> what, what you would make of that 
just like, <laughs> yeah. That's that's how gods were born. Sure, yeah, definitely. As you you go, you go back to the village and you're like, I don't know what we did. <laughs> Someone's angry. Yeah, let's kill a virgin. Yes, you and do. Maybe, yeah, maybe this will stop <laughs> because the whales are exploding. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. In that case, too, it wasn't even the whale didn't even explode on the beach. It washed ashore and it was dead. Mm -hmm. And they used three cranes and roughly 50 people working together to load this whale onto the back of a truck wow. so that they could drive it elsewhere. It was on. They were trying to get it to um, the Sitsau Wildlife Reservation where it was going to be examined at the, or sorry, it was examined at the National Chen Kang University. They were transporting it to this wildlife reservation area, and it was en route. <laughs> it exploded oh in the back God. of the truck. Ugh. Again, can you imagine <laughs> being like the guy behind the truck or like the guy driving past it? Yeah. yeah. that's. Weird. I mean, it's terrifying. Mm -hmm. No one was hurt in this instance either, but it covered people on the street and shop windows and cars in guts and blubber Ugh. and entrails Gross. and blood so, like, imagine just walking like you're on your lunch break about to go get a coffee <laughs> and then you just get covered in whale oh. guts yeah okay that's a uh, horrible i was gonna i was gonna say that sounds like my new like worst nightmare but i was like that's never gonna happen probably you don't know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Weird stuff happens in New York all the time. We are on the water. Like, there are whales, I think. Yeah. I, I mean, anything's possible. Anything's possible. It comes true. back to my mantra, never go outside. <laughs> uh-huh. It's just better that way. <laughs> Funnily enough, the remains of that whale are actually on display at the Taijiang Cetacean Museum. Hmm. So uh, they've been on display since April of 2005. So if you ever find yourself in Taiwan. It's remains? I wonder what was left of the whale. I don't know. I have no idea. I'm sure we could find a picture of it. I mean, yeah, there's a photo of it. Oh no, that's its penis. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it was a photo of somebody like with the whale on the truck and they were like holding something up above their head. Oh. And then I I highlighted it in the alt text for the image was the whale penis. Oh, there are photos of it on the street though. You can see like where it burst open and everything. Oh, I want to see. Oh. Oh, so interesting. Didn't really yeah. like. Oh, is this after the explosion? Yeah. Or yeah. So it didn't really like explode yeah. as much as it kind of like popped. Yeah, I was imagining like the explosion, like an organ, like the kind of big yeah, explosion. Yeah, no. This is like sort of like yeah, part of it sort of like burst like a like a like a balloon or like a sack. Yeah. Yeah. Like the whale's still fully intact. There's just a big gash yeah, you can with see like big tail and everything. The shining elevator levels of blood pouring out of it. That's gross. Yeah, it's really now nasty. I understand oh yeah, there's like photos. Okay. Oh my god, there's photos of like the cleanup crew and everything. Wow, that, there's a lot of photos of this. <laughs> wow. Let's see. That was 2004. There was another one that I found in January 2011. Uh, whale washed ashore near Moby's Pub in Ganges Harbor on Salt Spring Moby's Island, British Columbia, Pub? Canada. Moby's That's Pub. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. If I was Moby's Pub, I would never let that die. I'd like lean into that so hard. Oh, I don't yeah. know how, but I would. Um, an author named David Spalding did write about that incident. He said it's blubber hung in the trees for weeks. Ew. Gross. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I do have a note about it here. Other whale carcasses are frequently exploded, though they're usually taken out of the sea first. This happens a lot in South Africa, Iceland, and Australia. Wow. Yeah. I don't know what the justification for it is still, but 
It does happen. That's strange. You could still go out and watch a whale detonation if you really wanted to. God, it just, it's funny. I always thought like whales would die and kind of just like sink to the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. I, guess. I mean, I guess that's what's supposed to happen. Yeah. But if they're, if they're close enough to shore and there's a strong enough current. Yeah. I mean, I guess whales get like beached every now and then too. Yeah. It's not on purpose. At least we're not blowing those ones up. Yeah. Right. That's true. We try to help them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. There's, I don't know what else to say about this one. I mean, it's, just it's just a, a really story. It's very strange. It's kooky. I love that. I don't know how big Florence, Oregon is, but I imagine it's probably a little on the small side. Oh, probably. And yeah. I think it's funny. People like first, first the locals came to look at the whale because it was like a whale on the beach. And that's a weird thing. Right. And then they came because it was going to get blown up and they all kind of like gathered. And I like the idea of this whole town kind of descending to watch this thing happen and then be like, <laughs> oh, my God, there's blubber like raining down on us. Yeah. What's the let's see. What's the population? Eight thousand nine hundred and twenty one as of twenty twenty. So, so it's, it's probably less. Yeah. Back then. Yeah. But yeah, small town. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at their Wikipedia page right now and it is literally like. Uh, the Florence area was originally inhabited by the Sousla tribe of Native Americans. Claims about who it might have been named after. And then just the whole section on the exploding whale. Yeah. So that's kind of what Florence, Oregon is no- known for. The claim to fame. Exploding whale. Huh. Could be worse. It's a very pretty looking city. Looks very nice. Where in Oregon is it? Directly west of Eugene. It is like, all, I mean, it's along the coast. Mm-hmm. There's Coos Bay, Bandon to the south, Newport and Lincoln City to the north. Okay, well, it's near Eugene that I have an idea of where it is. Yeah, Eugene, there's Salem. It's like southwest of Portland. Uh-huh. Wow. Right by the Sousa National Forest. Hmm. Kind of like directly in the middle of the state, but on the coast. Yeah. But like north to south, directly in the middle. Uh-huh. Well, I wonder if I would, a whale will ever wash up there again. Yeah, I wonder like how... Often the whales wash ashore. Can't be that frequently, right? I don't think so. I think all the factors have to be right for it to happen. Since early 2019, 303 gray whale strandings have been reported in the United States. If you include Mexico and Canada, that comes up to 608. Did you say strandings? Is that what the word was? Yeah. Does that mean they're dead or that said they got stuck? Dead. Yeah, this is from NPR. Mm. The title of the article is an unusually high number of whales are washing up on U.S. beaches. Oh, so then it's high yeah. in that year. In 2019 alone, 122 gray whales died in the U.S. by washing up on shore. Wow. Oh, this is a recent article, too. This is from February of this year. That seems bad. Yeah. Last year. For, so I, I, it, it is actually fairly frequent then, but I guess more frequent now than it's ever been before. So that's upsetting. On the Oregon Historical Society site they said the current policy of the oregon state parks departments to bury whale carcasses and they wash ashore dynamite is no longer needed good yeah so it's longer, it'll never happen again in florence oregon <laughs> yeah. I, it seems like it's an east coast problem now oh it might be concluded that should a whale ever wash ashore in lane county again those in charge will not only remember what to do they'll certainly remember what not If anyone uh, listening has a whale story, has a good story about a whale they want to share with us, send a, send a little email over to the podcast at allthatsinteresting.com. Let us know about your whale stories or call in and tell us about it. If you want to call and leave a voicemail about a whale, you can call us at 929-526-3029. Leave us a, a voice whale. A voice whale. Yeah. 
<laughs> no sad whale stories, though. I don't want to hear those. Do you want to hear the sad ones? That's fine. I don't know. I just like hate. I don't know. Ugh. I don't like that stuff. Did you watch Free Willy? Oh, that's about a killer whale. No. It's an orca anyway. No, no, no. no. Don't I'm watch not it going then. To. No plans Did to. Did you ever watch Blackfish? No. I can't. I guess that's too upsetting. I know, that one's rough. I know. Too I had to upsetting. relive that trauma like three different times for oh, work. I had to write about it. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it. I got amnesia. Watched it again. <laughs> uh huh. No, I had to write about about uh, Telecom and Don Brancho oh. recently for work, and I was like, "Man, it's been ten years since I saw Blackfish. I didn't want to have to feel all this again." Yeah, uh, it's upsetting. Yeah, don't love that stuff. I try to avoid it if I can. That's fair. I mean, I don't really know any other like famous whale stories. There's Moby Dick, Pinocchio, mm-hmm. the the Bible one. Sure. <laughs> i can't remember what it was you know the one where jonah and the whale he gets swallowed by the whale oh yeah isn't that just isn't that just pinocchio we did have an article i think it was last year or the year before where this like guy was scuba diving or fishing and a whale he says swallowed him and he was in the whale's like mouth for like a couple of minutes and then the whale spat that's terrifying yeah out the blowhole no the whale was like like oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> not as exciting, though. Not not quite as exciting, though. But. Because that'd be crazy. That would be pretty nuts. But there, did he, he had no proof, though. They, he just said this So he happened. had no proof, but his buddy was on a boat. And his buddy said that he watched him, like, shoot out of the water after the whale, like, spat him up. Okay. Huh. Yeah. I can't remember his name, but we did. it was one of our news stories we covered at some point. Interesting. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. So it can happen. And now orcas are getting like really like aggressive. We don't really know why. And they're like battering boats and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. That's getting kind of crazy. I keep seeing news stories about that popping up. Yeah. They're teaching like, I feel other. like every week someone else is like more orcas are getting angry. It's like, oh, God. Yeah. Those are the we. That's what we see near my parents house are orcas. Not like very often, but yeah, every now and then they're very cool. They're very cool. Killer whales, though. Yeah. Maybe they got a hold of a copy of Blackfish. Maybe. You're like, what? <laughs> yeah, we'll show them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. I think that's that. Yeah. We've had a whale of time talking to you uh, today. We've had a whale of a time. Yeah. Let us know if you've had a whale of a time. Let us know if we didn't take this one seriously enough. If we giggle too much. <laughs> this um. Yeah, I can think our next one is History Happy Hour, no? That is next, yes. Yeah. Yeah, tune in next week. We're doing our, you know, our monthly history roundup show, History Happy Hour. We're going to be talking about some news stories that we covered this month in the realm of history Mm -hmm. and some historical anniversaries. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In July. I mean, July is a big month for historical anniversaries. I bet it is. Probably. I don't know what they are yet, but but (laughs) I bet there are. But some things happen. Stay tuned next week. Yeah. (laughs) You'll find out. And you'll find out. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. And as always, um, yeah, check out the website, all that's interesting.com, where we have articles relating to everything that we talk about on this podcast. Mm-hmm. You can become a member at all slash membership. Or you can join our newsletter by going to all slash sign up. And there you go. And there you go. All right. Bye. Bye. Talk to everyone next week.
As a long-time foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts.